1: Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, more and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the Jeezy Chop Shop podcast. I'm your host, Project Tachi, joined by my good friend and co host, Warners. And as always, we have another amazing episode lined up for you. But before we get to that, huge thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and a huge shout out to once again to one of our VIPs, Sailor Lion. Thank you so much for being a Patreon subscriber. Also, if you guys want to support the show and get exclusive content, think about checking our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash OSN Media, or if you are feeling like representing the show, you can check out some of our merch at our store, OSNMediaShop.com. Tons of merchandise has been added to the shop. Like holy cow, it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. It's and it's constantly changing now. Like you guys need to go and, and grab some of that stuff before it's gone. I promise you, there's something for everyone. You will not be disappointed. In fact, we just started adding some canvas prints, um, anime-inspired canvas prints. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, go check it out, osnmediashop.com. Go grab yourself some amazing, amazing merchandise. Now, picking up where we left off last week, uh, we actually got a little, little segwayed, but it, it's, it's perfect because there's something else I want to talk about in regards to Sony, the PlayStation, and a the project they're working on. And it's Project Q. So for those who don't know, Sony uh, a couple weeks ago announced that they are getting back into the handheld market, kind of. They're not on the same level as the Nintendo Switch in the Game Boy era, and they're not releasing a Vita. But they're basically releasing is what I would call a companion to the PS5. Which is basically a handheld codenamed Project Q right now. It is a handheld streaming device that is basically going to be a companion to your PS5. You, as far as I know, you can't download games directly to it, which is why I say it's not going to be a Vita where you could go out to the store, and buy games for it. We've all pretty much agreed we're getting out of the era of physical copy games and. Uh, We're entering the, the digital era, and it seems like what they're going for is more of a convenience handheld than actually trying to shoulder back into the market that Nintendo pretty much owns. Nintendo pretty much owns the handheld market, but Sony is just saying we just want a small slither of the pie because people did love the Vita, and what a lot of people learned years later is the Vita was actually more advanced in terms of specs. Then the switch, technologically speaking, the Vita is more advanced, um, but it was Sony poorly handled it, which is why it it pretty much died. Um, it had so much potential, and I know at least in the. Uh, Japan market, the Vita was doing really, really well because they were getting tons and tons of games. But it seems like, I don't know, maybe the US didn't want to pay for a lot of those imports. So we weren't getting like half the games that were actually available on the Vita. Uh so we missed out on that. So of course, for the Western audience, the Vita pretty much just died. And I think Sony just doesn't want a repeat of that. So they've created their version of what I want to say is the Steam Deck. Because the Steam Deck operates pretty much the same way. You got games on your PC. use your steam deck to remotely play those games
0: and sorry are you okay i i'm so sorry i turned my volume down because i had to sneeze and i'm really sore (laughs) and my stomach contracted (laughs) it was so i crapped up it was so hard (laughs) Trying what? to keep it going because of the facial <laughs> expressions you were making. I was trying not to. I was trying to like just be a man, you know. <laughs> like, and I couldn't. I it's it so painful. I had, to, I had to turn the volume down. I mean, it looked like you were dying over there, and I was just I, like, uh, "You've never had like a, a like a like a, a a cramp, like yeah, from ab workouts and just working yeah. out." Yeah, it was just your yeah. face that you what? were making. And I was just like, <laughs> "Imagine if I had stayed muted, and you just saw me fall down and not get up." <laughs> it's like, do I just keep going, or <laughs> just keep going?
1: <laughs> but yeah, anywho. <laughs> so, Sony's basically releasing the, 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 this handheld that you have to have the game downloaded on your PS Five, and then you basically need to have good internet and it's going to stream the game from your ps5 to this handheld device now i'm sure some people are thinking well that's pointless that's stupid i think they're basing it off of how many purchases of backbone i don't know if you know what the backbone is um the backbone was basically an attachment that sony did allow license it 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 came from like a private company and they they created controllers for your phone you would slot your phone into it and then you could play your mobile game or whatever with a controller. Well, I guess Sony had cut a deal with them to have officially licensed PlayStation backbones made. And you slot your phone into it and using the PlayStation app, you know, remote play, you were able to play your PlayStation games on the go. And, you you know, it, it, it was... Convenience. Like, oh, I'll play my PlayStation games on my phone. Um, and they actually must have sold pretty well. Cause when I was curious, and they weren't exactly cheap either. They were like it's like a hundred dollars for this thing. But when I went to see, like they, they usually were sold out. So I was like, okay, I guess they sell better than I thought. And maybe Sony was like, wait a minute, why are we splitting the profit with these guys when we could do that and keep it all ourselves. So it seems like they decided to step back into the handheld because um, it's apparently there's still a, a market for it. And maybe, you know, people have always wanted uh, a Vita 2. We never got another Vita. We got the one and then that was it. We got PSP, we got Vita, and then it stopped. And at first I thought, oh man, this is not going to be as good as I thought. Like, uh, it's just, you need, first of all, you need good internet. So it's going to be totally useless to people who are away from internet. um, And, you know, when am I ever going to use this thing? But then I thought about it and I said, wait a minute, hold on. That's, that's actually not bad because even at home, I can think of a legitimate reason to have one. There's so many times I want to play my PlayStation, but I don't want to go downstairs and I don't want to stay downstairs. Like I want to be in the comfort of my room, laid up in my bed And be able to just play my PlayStation. And this will allow me to do that. Or if I want to sit on my back porch but play my PlayStation, I can do that. Or if I go to my hang out with my friends and, you know, there's like a lull in the day and they've got Internet. I can use their Internet to play my PlayStation. Or in a way, you can kind of bring back. The feel of LAN parties with this without actually having to have a LAN party. Like you get together with like, like think about it. You and I, we could get, we could be hanging out and I come to hang out with you and you're like, Hey dude, let's play, you know, call of duty, but we want to play online. And I bring my project Q over, connect to your internet to connect to my PlayStation on the way on the other coast to access my call of duty so that we could still play online but be hanging out like it has its purposes. It has some decent uses to it um, that I think they, they figured out and I didn't realize until after they announced it, like how useful it actually could be. So I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of interested in it. I probably will get one. Um, just for convenience purposes alone but like what are your thoughts on it like where do you think they they were aiming when they came out with the project q
0: it sounds to me that because this is the first time i'm i'm hearing about about this one i'm always getting the the sony updates from you it sounds like they're learning from their mistakes at least maybe their mistakes in the area, the the markets where the V the the, the Vita failed Mm -hmm. more particularly the U S market. And they're just capitalizing on those mistakes and coming back with something even better. And I I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of the cornerstone of every, I, I guess, successful, whether it's a, you know, console idea, business, marketing, whatever is coming Coming back and building on something that didn't work out the way you thought it would the first time, and every year you know consoles and and, and game boys held hand uh, handheld devices you know growing up those were those were things that came out every every few years and now we're getting a new a new version or or a subtype or a new thing every not like every six months to a year we're getting something else that's being developed and i think it's really awesome that we have these companies you know whether it's sony whoever that are you know willing and able to put out so many different options for us and and is it do you is there going to be any vr to this like is it going to be like a vr compatible thing too
1: i don't see it being a vr compatible thing being that it's meant to be able to be used on the go um vr would defeat the purpose i think it seems like they're trying to create because at some point there's going to be
0: internet everywhere like i know a lot of people so are is it, it going to be like a like the switch of playstation it's going to be kind of going for yeah but they're trying not to make it obvious like what it because I'm, I'm still a little little confusion there like you know a little bit so more about this than
1: I so switch with the switch the switch is the is the console you can right. dock it And then you got your home console and then you can take it and you got your entire console with you. It seems like PlayStation wants to do that in their own way. Um, So they're basically just saying, hey, instead of using your phone and killing your phone battery and you can't take your PlayStation everywhere with you, why not just have a device that lets you stream your library to wherever you are? on the go so basically it's I don't know if you've ever used it well you you, you just got yourself a PS5 if you ever get the chance download the remote uh, PlayStation remote play on your computer um, and try it it's actually convenient because I've played my PlayStation through my computer it's basically the same thing but they've created a handheld device for it exclusively for that purpose
0: does the, what's it called? The the PlayStation. It's just called Project re, you, Q right now. No, no. When you share your, when you share the game to your computer. Oh, PlayStation remote play. Does it look just as good? I mean, certainly it's a little. It's, 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 it's,
1: it looks good. Like before in the PS3 era, it was near impossible. Like the internet could never handle it. Um, But when I was playing my PlayStation for Twitch streams,
0: that's how I was doing it oh really yeah. oh okay i didn't know that that so it it looks almost just as yeah, good it looks almost because i couldn't as good. i couldn't tell i mean twitch kind of all streaming services kind of unless you're a paid professional on those services like they all downgrade the graphics a little mm. bit and stuff anyways but i i mean i couldn't tell so that's that's pretty cool do you do you know, how big is it going to be did they did they say um like in like in actual dimensions like the like size think- i didn't have a vita but i know what it looks like and how,
1: how it's going to be bigger than the Vita. I like if you look at the at the the article and they have the I guess you could say the scale of size in the uh, in their tweet. It's it's a pretty wide boy and I think it's meant to because it's meant to give you a lot more screen than anything else. So it's a decent size screen, probably I want to say it's like the same size, if not a little wider than the, than the switch.
0: Now, Will, I'm assuming you, you can just download the games to the device and take it. It's not like... No, no. Like back in the day when your, your PlayStation had to be on.
1: So that's the thing. You cannot download from a the games device. to the device. The games have to be downloaded to your PS5. That's the thing that's but The PlayStation
0: people. 5 can be off. And you can still access the game from the from the device.
1: I'm one. That's the thing I don't know. Like, I'm wondering if it's going to just know, like if it the device will just know what's in your library and then let you access the game. But if you have to have the game down on your PS5, I'm assuming it's going to remotely turn it on. And then you control your P. I think it's just a extended PS5 controller like. You're just like, yeah, I want to play my PS5. You use this device to control your PS5 via the internet and
0: play that way. Like they'd both be synced and hooked. Like, Yeah, I think it's just going yeah, like to be like they both be like connected to the, the PlayStation Network account you have. I'm, I'm guessing that's how it would work. Yeah. I and mean, it'd probably go from there. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah.
1: Because the only thing that confuses me, because they don't have a release date and it's, you know, when they when it since it's still just called project Q there's not a lot of details available about it other than hey it's it's in production it'll eventually come out um and along they're they're going to release some headsets that kind of look like the airpods um that apparently are supposed to go along with project Q but you can also use them with your your PS5 uh it seems like they're just trying to go with I gotta say, Sony is going all in on the PS5. Like they're releasing a lot of accessories for this console. Like,
0: I mean, after after testing that VR2, e- e- even for the price, the accessories are well worth it. I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty damn cool, man. Yeah, Sony, and unlike anything else I've messed with, and uh, I I don't have some of these accessories, but I like through other people I know that have a PS5, I've used them and tried them out and they're. Some of them are pricey, but they're quality, man. They're freaking awesome.
1: Yeah, Sony leaning I've been into impressed. this is. Um, they they know what their gamers want and they know what they want to do, because I'm sitting here and I'm like, I was I went through the entire PS3 era. I got a PS3 like a month after it came out. I went through its whole life ex- lifetime. They didn't put that much stuff out for the PS3. They had a couple of accessories. Some of the stuff was just really out there that it was just like, you really just had to be a collector. Just wanted it for the sake of wanting it, but no actual functionality. Um, I went through the entire PS4 lifetime from day one. I remember when I walked into the store,
0: got the last one. Thought I was gonna get jumped on the way home. <laughs> it's always a good feeling when you get the last of something, bro. It was bad. Like, ha! Ha! Oh shit! And I didn't have a
1: car, so I was on public <laughs> transportation. I was taking the trolley home, and everyone was and eyeballing you were in, me. In
0: Philly, right? Were you in? Philly? No, I was when in San Diego
1: because I was stationed in San Diego at that time. I was like, "Yo, I'm about to get jumped for this PS4, bro." Um, and I went through the entire PS4 line. I stayed up to date with like a lot of their stuff that they had and even then they didn't release a, like a ton of accessories i think their biggest advancement at the time was they started fine tuning remote play to wor- work with the vita and even then it was still ch- pretty choppy you know the internet still couldn't handle it but with the ps5 they're really leaning into it like the ps4 yeah they dropped the the vr uh, uh, that was it the ps3 had the playstation move that was eh which was the step up to the PS4's PlayStation VR, which was decent, but not the best at the time. And Sony basically has been learning over the years with this, and then they just leaned all in with the PS5. You now have got the dual-edge controller. You've got the Project Q on the horizon. You've got the PlayStation VR 2, which has jumped to being one of the best in the online. And even though it's expensive, it's still one of the more affordable ones. Like, if you're a casual VR user, then the MetaQuest 2 is actually more affordable and still good quality and, and can be used with your PC. All the other VR headsets are like $1,000 for, for high quality. So the PS uh, VR 2 falls in for what it delivers, still as one of the more affordable ones. And then they're coming out with their headphones. You know, and they they had the headset. They got another headset on, the, you know, that they released it. They, like they're really leaning in with their accessories uh, to expand upon the PlayStation PS5 ecosystem ecosystem for its lifetime. It just makes me wonder, like, what else are they planning to
0: to draw? Do uh, now y'all don't make fun of me because I'm, I'm new to the besides the switch. I'm new to like the, the consoles the first time in, in a long time since I've been on gaming PC for so long. Uh, the, the, Wii <laughs> the Wii U had that. Had that sensor right where it could sense your movement. At, and like on the, your TV. Yeah. And, uh, the Xbox had one called, what was it? The connect? Yep, Is that what it was connect. called? What, what was the PlayStation's called? PlayStation camera.
1: It's just PlayStation no, it's camera. The PlayStation They're like, no camera. fancy
0: name here. Just PlayStation camera. Are they, Are so are they still coming out with games that utilize that? Uh, I mean, now that they have
1: the VR 2. I haven't two, heard a lot
0: about them in a long time, so.
1: Now that they have the VR 2 yet, yeah, like on the PS4, I, I have the PlayStation, the original PlayStation VR. The camera really served two purposes then. Like the PlayStation, when the PS move came out i guess i think the play yeah the playstation move did have a camera they tried to implement it but that was still too new like gamers were like "Mm, what's the point of this we weren't really using it we barely used the six axis function on the controller like we just sit down and play a game and now the playstation and the playstation camera came out for the vr and that was its main purpose unless you streamed to twitch or something then the camera was your your camera you know that's that's how people saw your face when you were streaming so it served like two purposes but they didn't really re- release games that exclusively used the camera
0: yeah because i think really it was a, a lot of it was uh fruit ninja was real big back several years ago uh and then all the dancing games um those were like a huge step up from uh uh, Dance, Dance Revolution. Back when you had the pads, yeah. So I think that's what a lot of those sensors were really just kind of used for games like that, and then you know, like the the on console or uh, like family games, like bowling and stuff. So I was just curious, like if those if those were still things that like PlayStation was still using. I think the camera now exclusive. Really like
1: it's it's still like a dual purpose. Like I think you can use if the with the VR two, you're streaming, you can use it as your webcam. For your, your live streams. But it's mainly but no for games VR. are
0: really like utilizing them like, like they were back even a few oh, years ago. And and to uh in the PS4 era, I don't I
1: don't have one now, um, so I don't know until I get one, but you could command your PlayStation with voice command. Um, and I know for the PS4 you could do that. You hit L2 and you could tell your PlayStation to open certain games or do certain things. That was a feature I even forgot about. Because it really was like, why do I need to tell it to open a game if I'm, if it's literally like right there, like, like I didn't really use the voice feature that much, um, because you have your controller in your hand. I think that was for more like, if you're using your PlayStation for like media stuff, then it's more convenient. You could tell, like, open up my Crunchyroll app and.
0: So those those sensors for games kind of serve their purpose for a small period of time, but ultimately VR is kind of just... VR technical. is really
1: its focus, yeah.
0: Because I, I imagine we're going to be at a point, like, for people that do like like the dancing games and, and I guess the motion active games. Are there still VR dancing games, though?
1: Like, do they even make them anymore? Outside of the main arcade places well, like Dave & Buster's?
0: The last... Well, I, the last... it I, Was it called Dance Dance? Was that the... Dude, that
1: was so long Sensor?
0: ago. Uh, yeah, I mean that was like several years ago. But I think that was on the, uh, the Xbox.
1: Something. Yeah, those those games like where you had to like buy like you you got
0: a whole kit like even Guitar Hero doesn't. No, you can't buy. I mean, if you want Guitar Hero now, you'd have to buy the original console specifically for that, which I think is bullshit. By the way, like honestly, that entire genre can make a major comeback. If they capitalized off of what you can, like you can go to, you can go to a store now, like you can go to Target or Best Buy or whatever, and you can buy um, basically like an Atari or Sega and it comes with like, you know, a hundred games like built in. And then you, you guys can, it's like a little mini, you know what I'm talking about? And you can just hook it up to TV and you can just play all these games with each other, right? They could do that same thing with some of those old, like more old school, what would now be like, you'd see them in arcades, like, like uh, uh guitar hero. And then what was the other one? Rock band, rock band. Yeah. Rock band. God damn. It's been a long time. But uh, cause I remember we, we, we played that back in the Navy, but that, I mean, hell that was, <laughs> that was a long time ago, but I, I feel like those would sell like if they made like just for that and you just hook it up to your TV and it was just that one game. Like the same kind of same concept as like the little mini consoles you could buy that had the built-in games, I think. And I only say this because this, this is a—I already know everyone's going to make fun of me. I don't care. This is the lamest, geekiest thing I'm going to fucking say on this show, probably. Pro- maybe not, but I was stupid good at Dance Dance Revolution for no reason when when I was like <laughs> when I was a teenager, like like because I, I owned the pads. Like I eventually bought the pads, and I was like, this is pretty dope. Yeah. And like. You know, like we'd have parties sometimes and we would just, you know, fuck around. It was fun. Uh, but I remember like, a <laughs> friend was like, why are you so good at this? And I'm like, I, I have no life. I don't know. Like, it, 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 I just thought it was really fun. So sometimes when I go to, uh, you know, they got these bars now that you can go to. Uh, I think here, here they're called free play, but there's other versions of this throughout the country now uh, where you can, you can drink and you can play arcade games and they have like guitar hero, dance dance revolution and then a bunch of like games just from all over the country or not all over the country all like from different decades and uh it's it's pretty cool it's like old school and kind of kind of new school uh arcade stuff but uh i think it'd be cool if they brought some of some of those more niche what used to be very popular genres back as like an all in one like that's just the game it doesn't go with a console you plug it and play i think somebody's missing missing out on money here that's all i'm saying
1: i think it's just because since times have forced everyone to own their ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkled down to a science with
0: beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door
1: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who
0: I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Own consoles. Those were were party games. Like you invited friends over to play that. Nobody does that anymore.
0: Like yeah, everyone, everyone had that one friend in their group that just so happened to have every piece of rock band.
1: And, and that was the thing. It was like rock band could not thrive today. That's why you don't see new rock bands coming out. Guitar hero, you, you Beat Saber basically took over for that. Beat Saber. Beat Saber's
0: fun. I like Beat Saber, but it's because party games. Imagine don't... seeing someone playing that in VR, but, you hear nothing. You just see them and they're just. Unless they're streaming it. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if they're streaming it. like You walk okay, in and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. That, well, it, would just, it would just look funny. With
1: the, with the MetaQuest, if they're not using headphones, you'll hear the music that they're, they're drumming to. And then if they stream it to their phone and let you look on their phone, you can see what they're doing as well. So, but if they're playing headphones with headphones on. Then yeah, you just walk in and you just see someone swinging at the air. Just <laughs> it just looks ridiculous.
0: You you don't you don't think those those niche games would do well if if those companies were somehow able to sell them as as just their own little thing to hook up to a TV? Uh,
1: well, Beat Saber that's impossible. You couldn't do that with Beat Saber. Like like what would that? Well, but like Guitar be? Hero,
0: for instance. You don't think. They could make a comeback by just being their own own thing. Um, oh, you mean like Rock Band and and just you just hook it up to a TV like that's just the game. I, I guess I guess because you, it would probably die out. Like it wouldn't be something that would consistently make money. Yeah, the only thing that so, they
1: the attachment that still is 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 niche but still sells well, and I think won't die out is uh like driving simulators like um the steering wheels because i see on instagram you know people they still use those
0: for their games there's dude there's you know i don't, I don't see it a lot but sometimes i'll, I'll see like a, a thing of someone like they'll buy the whole fucking uh like the seat mm-hmm. like I, I didn't know you could still buy those but i guess those are still
1: because driving popular games are enough. still they're still popular there's still purpose in the driving games and they get more realistic, like Gran Turismo.
0: I would never play any of you guys in any driving. game. Oh, I've seen people do some crazy stuff. Oh, Let's play some need for speed. And you know, we're like, all right. And then like, I find out one of y'all has like the whole, the whole seat contraption seat. Like, like I play for keeps. I'm like, I'm not playing you. Like, do you (laughs) think they go watch fast and furious?
1: And then afterwards they're like, all right, I'm going to go play a driving game.
0: Don't even get me started on that movie. (laughs)
1: And okay, let me put it this way: You think they watch the first three Fast and Furiouses, and then go and, <laughs> and everything after that? I doesn't.
0: Everything after that might as well be fucking Harry Potter to me. That's how fantastical that shit it was. It gets
1: super fantastical.
0: Um, but talking
1: to, in in the same vein of talking about about movies to make you know the proper segue, <laughs> um, the Flash movie. Uh I've heard I don't want to say mixed things. I've heard it's good. Is From, it out? it's not it's not out. These are like pre-screen releases people get to, you oh, know. That I haven't been keeping up with movies that much. Yeah, I've heard recently. But it seems like they're expecting At first they were expecting to make like 104 mil, million opening weekend. That was the projection. But because of its star, they have cut that projection in half they're already expecting it to fail also because it's coming out the same week as I think, I think it's a Disney movie. The elementals is supposed to come out that weekend. So they're already expecting to lose to a family friendly Disney movie, which I guess is understandable because anyone with family, like anyone who wanted to go see flash, but has family is probably going to get strong armed into seeing the elementals with their kids. Like if they got it, if they, and they' that's that's probably half the revenue right there
0: do you is it's not the uh who is is it the same director uh it's not James Gunn, is it
1: no, no no this the, the director for flash was this the flash was already in development before James Gunn. This is supposed to be I don't want to say the uh a, a fresh start, but this was su- they basically are saying that after this the Snyderverse, or whatever you want to call it would be done. Every, everything well,
0: would be I done. I don't understand why they even did it considering the issues with that particular actor and the fact they're restarting and all the problems DC continues to have. Regardless of how many times they tried different. Shapes. And
1: you basically came up, you basically just listed the other reasons why they're expected the profit to be less than half.
0: Then why even make the fucking movie? Because The
1: movie was already far into development. It was pretty much done. And they were already getting heat for canceling every... They already canceled a lot of stuff we never saw.
0: Didn't they cancel uh The Back Row movie was already yeah, what, yeah. They canceled it. They finished that movie and still canceled it, but they, they fucking... But they already were already pushing promotionals for The Flash. Like, it was already out there. And they don't...
1: The... Hollywood industry doesn't operate like the gaming industry, where gaming industry will give you a game, they'll give you a trailer, they'll give you a release date. And then we're like, all right, where's the game? And they're like, oh yeah, we canceled it. With no problem. They're just like, yeah, we just canceled it. Even though they they kind of do that in the gaming
0: world. (laughs) They really do.
1: They're just like, yeah, we They either
0: if they push the game back a couple times, you know you're still gonna get it, but most likely. It won't be finished still. That seems to just be a trend mm-hmm. in gaming. What was it like?
1: <laughs> Tiberium, I think, was a game years ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. I forgot all about that shit. It was on the cover oh, of man. Game
1: Pro and everything. This is going to be it. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, we canceled it.
0: Like, what? yes they either if if they push it back a few times you know it's going to come out eventually and and then it'll take about three or four years after release for everyone to go oh they fixed it and now it's the game it was supposed to be on release mm-hmm. if they don't do that they'll blindside you with a fucking cancellation for a game that they they highly anticipated and everyone was really excited for mm-hmm. but yeah hollywood they're like they're like dead set on like making something back
1: yep and they didn't promote the Batgirl movie as much as they promoted the Flash movie.
0: I don't remember any promotions for Batgirl. Exactly.
1: So it was easier to cancel, even though it was finished filming. With the Flash, they were leaning onto it heavy because Ezra Miller's a house; he's a household name. People know him. They know him for the wrong reasons, but they know him. And his antics are a reason because a lot of people, they're not going to support because of what he did. Now, I could argue, separate, you know... The artist from the art, because let's be completely honest. If everyone followed that guideline, I'm not going to support person A. They're a shitty person, even though they put out great art. Um, half of the stuff we're into, we would be a very dead society because a lot of artists are off their rocker, and that's why we find their art and their skills so fascinating. Because because they And I'm not condoning anything. I don't want people to take it out of context, but it's because some of them are willing to go into places we're not willing to go that we find, you know, their skill set so amazing. Because I hate to say Ezra Mills, as a person, I think he definitely needs help. I think it's great he's seeking that help. But I got to admit, his quirkiness, his flash was kind of endearing to me. It's like he he knew like, hey, I'm the young kid in this group of established superheroes that's gotta, you know, somewhat carry my weight. Um so I I didn't mind him as as Flash, as Flash, separating actor from the role. Um but, you know, people are holding Ezra Miller's behavior against the movie overall, not realizing it doesn't just hurt. Ezra Miller, if anything, it hurts everyone else more than it hurts him by not watching the movie. You're, you're hurting all the staff
0: that worked on it behind the scenes. You're, you're hurting them. I, I'm all I'm all for I'm 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 very, I guess, pro separating the art from the artist. I mean, it, it, regardless of public pushback and what people say out loud if people really weren't able to separate the two and they actually did think that it mattered, that they were associated subway still around people still listen to R. Kelly. Yep. We, who knows with Michael Jackson, but I'm not going to deny the fact that his music is, is he still holds amazing the title to this day. The King amazing of pop. When, 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 yeah. So regardless of what is true or not true there, like I, I personally do not give a shit. And I mean, like, and in terms of Michael Jackson, like, actually, because the music is lyrics of his song. So I I think we should separate the two. Um, That does not mean that if people, you know, do the things they do and and, and they do terrible things that they obviously they should be held accountable, help be held accountable, etc. But I think we can all agree, like you said, like most artists, musicians, people who paint people who are amazing actors, whatever the art is so many of them do have serious problems and a lot of them have turned out to be horrible people. Mm -hmm. But they also, a lot of times created some of the most amazing things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you see them and you're like, Oh, Oh, so-and-so's in this and you go and watch it. A good example. Kevin Spacey. Before he disappeared off the scene,
0: (laughs) man was a fucking phenomenal,
1: phenomenal actor. actor. Killed every role he took. But, you know, held accountable? Absolutely. But then like they you're like, oh, nothing with Kevin Spacey and blah blah blah. But okay, but he killed those roles. You can't deny he 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 was not a phenomenal actor. And I think, and I'm not saying Ezra Miller's a phenomenal actor, but he plays into the roles he's given.
0: Yeah, he played he played the Flash very well. And I'm not a huge DC fan. I the only the only stuff in DC I've ever really been into was the teen Titans and, and, and not, you know, that teen Titan go, y'all can piss off at that shit. Okay. But this, the, the teen Titans for what they are supposed to be. Yeah. And I actually really liked this show. It could, it could have been a lot better, but I liked the show I got and I was really upset when when they canceled it. because I, I did, I did like a lot of the actors that played those roles. And I, I, uh, doom patrol was not as popular but i thought it was fucking hilarious i don't know if you ever watched doom patrol i got i got like
1: halfway was, through like the
0: first season it was funny man brendan Fraser. brendan frazier man you would never i would have never thought brendan frazier would have played a role like that but and I, a lot of people don't know this like there's a lot of love for brendan Fraser right now not, not to get off on the sidetrack here but there's a lot of love for him right now and i I I'm enjoying that. Like he deserves all the love. He's a great actor. He's a great guy. Um, he wasn't, he, he in the fans. canceled back
1: movie. Wasn't he, wasn't he supposed to play the villain?
0: I don't know. I, I heard that from a couple of sources, but they weren't, I don't know how reliable they were. So I don't know. Like I've heard, I don't know. I, I, I don't know for that
1: sure. He was supposed to be the main villain. in that one, And it. everyone was like, yeah, he's finally getting his, you know, what he deserves. Like he's finally He's making that comeback. Um, Well,
0: a lot of people don't know this, but the the big comeback for him was actually. uh, No, it was Doom Patrol. Actually, yeah, because he was doing Doom Patrol for a while. Yes, he's been doing Doom Patrol for the past, like, I think it came out like four or five years ago, something like that. I
1: think it's because you didn't see his face. A lot of people didn't know.
0: And and, in episode one, you definitely did. Yeah. Like half the, half the season was like his, his face on and off. And then like, he'd have flashbacks, but for the most part, yeah, he, he was, you know, robot man, but, um, he killed that role and he came out of nowhere with that role.
1: Yeah. Brendan Fraser is a good,
0: that was his, that was his comeback role.
1: But, um, but yeah, they're, they're already expecting flash to flop because it's going against the elementals, uh, element element whatever that Disney movie is coming out so they're like families are going to go see that then you got Ezra Miller himself like not even Michael Keaton can save you know the numbers of this movie despite being a prominent part of it or at least uh, promoted as a prominent part of the movie and I think the movie looks good I think honestly it it has the potential to be the best modern DC movie to date and it sucks because the other thing that people said is the stakes are not as high anymore because that universe is dead there. He said it's done.
0: So the stakes of whatever happens yep. in this movie, when, when people, when people already aren't into it, like they were because of X reasons and it's the last one. I, yeah. It, I mean, there it is, you know? Yeah. And they're like, what, what do you expect?
1: They're like, well, the stakes aren't as high. It doesn't matter what he does unless they somehow incorporate, An opening for being that he's a Flash and he can, you know, time travel and create parallel universes unless they somehow can segue a loose opening into whatever universe James Gunn plans to build. And James Gunn somehow is willing to let that be a thing, which as far as I am aware, he's like, no, we're starting completely fresh. Then they're like, yeah, there's there's no there's no stakes to this Flash movie. Ezra Miller's in it, and this Disney movie's releasing. That's already three strikes against it before we even see it.
0: What do you think happened? What was? What do you think the difference was between Marvel's success and DC's? Well, I don't want to. I don't want to say complete failure because they've had some good movies. Honestly, timing. I promise you, Marvel started at first and just
1: yeah. Because all the DC movies... Marvel's movie repertoire was also pretty bad before. A lot of people just don't remember. But they used to be all over the place, too. Here and there. With no connected universe. But DC was spitting out Superman movies and Batman movies. Not connected, but we loved it. Even when they were campy. And... They were semi-consistent in, like, you could expect another Batman movie to be rolling around. And that was the extent of it. When Marvel started to become consistent, when they brought Iron Man in and they brought back a recovering RDJ, and people knew this, like, he was coming off of, you know, alcoholism, and it was perfect because that was Tony Stark. RDJ was the perfect version of Tony Stark in real life. So he could, le- he could lean into that role. He had been there. So he knew. You know, he, he became Tony Stark and he leaned into that role. And then once they said, we're going to keep this going, and they started doing that and they kept, they went with consistency where DC was, didn't even click with them. People might want consistency and an expanded universe and more than just Batman and Superman. Um,. That's when they did it because Marvel pulled the trigger first. If DC had done it first, if like Batman v Superman came out at the time, like a year before Iron Man, and established we're going to create a cinematic universe, DC probably would be on top because they would have had more of the support that Marvel got.
0: I'm, I'm going to say something that I, I think there's going to be people who disagree with me, but I'll die on this hill, okay? Uh, I, first of all, I think it's already a little obvious that Marvel is. The excitement for Marvel and, 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 and the next phase and all that, it's dying out. Yeah. It, it, it's, not, it's not to a, a, a turning point yet. And maybe we won't get there, but it's noticeable. Like people, I, I know it's, I can see it in myself. Like I'm not all that excited. A new one comes out, I'm like, I don't care. If it's not the original, you know what I mean? Like it, we don't care about all these extras uh, unless you can do what you did originally. And it's kind of like when you're getting like 10 movies a year, (laughs) you know, it's like it's not as too much of a good thing. It's kind of like what Michelle
1: Rodriguez said, even though she caught heat for it, she's not entirely wrong. I think because she was on an interview and they're always like on a schedule of time, you know, she's got to do promo. She summarized it in a way that it was easy to rebuttal because everyone's like, really? Look at the Fast and Furious. You guys keep releasing movies. But. I think she was not just talking movies. She she said, you know, movies and comics and stuff, but she's talking. Granted, she's probably not a comic fan, even though she's in a movie that's based off comics. But I think she's going. She was talking about the Marvel Universe as a whole. It's super saturated TV shows, movies. It's almost like it's almost like you can guarantee another movie is coming out in the following year.
0: We're going now with more quantity over quality. Yeah,
1: and I think that's that's what she was talking about. She just didn't articulate her thought. It didn't come across the way it was meant to come across. So I was like, as much as it sounds like the, the pot calling the kettle black, she's not wrong. Because yes, Fast and Furious is up to 10 movies, but they're only up to 10 movies. They're not releasing one every year. They had one spin, one spin off. I think. Marvel
0: would not have made Spider-Man. And Marvel would not be they would not have taken some of the risks that they have to get to where they are now, had it not been for Blade. And I will die on that hill.
1: And like I said, don't forget, a lot of people are looking at Marvel and they're like, oh, Marvel had this perfect plan. It was perfect. They were. They, Marvel was so disconnected for so many years. They did not get connected until the 2000s. All the X-Men movies, the three original Spider-Man movies. Then they reset and went to the amazing Spider-Man and and Blade. All of their disconnected movies all over the place over
0: years was the same Blade- as DC. Blade one and two did phenomenal mm-hmm. blade blade three didn't do so great. I, I liked it, but I understand like why obviously it wasn't the greatest of the three, but blade one and blade two were, were, were so good. They were phenomenal. And I, you know, I've, I've read, you know, some articles on this and just people's opinions. And, and I have to agree that, that Spider-Man it's possible that it would not have happened. The one with the original one with, with Toby Maguire would not have happened uh that risk may not have happened had blade not done so well because that was one that wasn't their first marvel movie but it was the first one that really made an impact on the industry and on on the public and at the time marvel movies were absolutely niche like it was (laughs) they were far and few between but the point i'm getting at to this is you know they're remaking or, or rebooting however they want to label it blade And it's gone through a couple of uh, script changes, a couple different directors. It's run into some issues. Um, If they mess this up, if they don't show that they actually care about remaking Blade true to what we know Blade to be, because Blade wasn't just our generation. Even the current generation now has watched Blade. And I've talked to plenty of people that appreciate it, even people that didn't grow up with that movie. I mean, for especially the fighting scenes, I mean, the the choreography was just insanely awesome. If they mess up this remake on Blade, I really think it's going to be a tipping point for Marvel downhill.
1: I mean, honestly, I think we're
0: already at a tipping point of downhill. We, we we are, and that that's what I'm saying. I feel like this is gonna really just further it'll push just, it over the edge. It'll
1: just start to slide down, yeah. Who
0: who is the actor? I can never remember his name, the one that they they slotted for for Blade.
1: Marsha Marsha Marshal I can't ever pronounce his name, but it's like Marsha Allah Ali.
0: Yeah, I he I I don't think they could have picked a more perfect version, my opinion. I think he's gonna do amazing. Uh from what I've read from like his comments and stuff, he seems like he's really wanting to to nail this, uh, but but what do you think? Like, do you think do you think if it if it flops and does horribly com- compared to the originals, that it's going to really hurt Marvel if they don't put in quality like they used to?
1: I mean, I I, I want to say yes, but I also I and I know some people might disagree, but this will always play a factor. It if it doesn't become uh, a critical success, it would probably get glossed over. It wouldn't kill the, it wouldn't kill the MCU probably the way we think it would. Um, and it would just get shoveled under, under the bus. Um, honestly, I think the tipping point is going to happen before then. I think the Marvels, if it's not good, would be the tipping point of sending Marvel into the downhill spiral. And that's mainly because Disney's trying too hard right now to lean into trends that no one asked for.
0: You know, I I, I agree with you, and I, I think uh, they try to break these trends with uh, with the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness because that that was a dark movie. It was it was for a Disney movie. Like I w- I remember being in that theater and like there were kids in there, and there were some <laughs> there were some scenes that I was like. When, when what's his name's fucking head or imploded
1: yeah and it, i'm looking it,
0: around I'm like,
1: <laughs> took, I'm like i took my mom I'm to like, see it and even even when those <laughs> things happened and like she was i was like yeesh.
0: <laughs> i was like oh oh y'all went comic book marvel
1: yeah <laughs> um depending on i think depending on how the movie the marvels performs will tell us the future of marvel's potential And I think, I think we will see a ride. I think we'll see a flip. People are going to start giving DC a chance because we're at the time we want something fresh. And if DC can capitalize on that desire and deliver, and there's a name people know, DC might be that, that remedy everyone's, uh, everyone's looking for. Also, fun fact, the Marvel Universe could have been established a long time ago, but it literally got messed up because a costume didn't arrive on scene in time. Spider-Man and X-Men were supposed to be connected years ago when they were released. Hugh Jackman was supposed to have a cameo in one of the Spider-Man movies. The issue was his costume did not arrive on set in time before he had to go do filming elsewhere.
0: I would have thoroughly enjoyed seeing Wolverine fight. (laughs) I was, you know,
1: I'm just glad that they're finally connecting the universe. Like the darker Marvel universe is getting a little bit connected here. Like, you know, with the Deadpool movie. So I'm totally for that. But anyway, we're, we're out of time for this episode, guys. Um, what are your thoughts on the flash? Um, If you go see it, let us know. Did you enjoy it? Are you not going to see it? What are your reasons? Do you think Michelle Rodriguez was way off the mark with her comment on comic book movies? Or do you partially agree, fully agree, or fully disagree? We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Hit up our website, osn-media.com. Go to the show's page and submit your thoughts to the GZ Chop Chop podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. A lot of stuff covered in this episode. So give us your feedback. Anyway... We're out of here. You've been amazing. Take care of yourself and each other, and we will catch all you wonderful people in the next podcast. Later.